How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It'll be done when it gets done. Uh, I, I, you know, those things, uh, hard to speculate how long it'll take. Uh, I, at this point, I don't see it getting done before the coordinator's hired. I think, you know, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, in historically, at least up until this cycle, your extension came with Mike with two years left. This time you didn't do that last year. Was there any particular reason why you let that go next year? No, no particular reason. Okay. Right, we're seeing stadiums that are in the age <coughs> range of Akershore Stadium getting upgraded, getting expanded, and anything else. Have you had any kinds of talks, uh, even within your within your own company, about? thinking about the future of the facility. We are. Yeah, we, we are going through a stadium assessment at this point and uh, really looking at what it's going to take to, you know, to be in this stadium for the next, you know, 10, 20 years, whatever it's going to be. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's a process and, you know, we've hired some consultants to help us look at it. Uh, you know, we, we like the stadium, think it has, you know, it's a, it's a great facility and, you know, with the right kinds of improvements, you know, can continue to be our home for a long time. Got yourself a dome handy anywhere? Probably not going to be a dome Probably anytime not. soon. No, I don't. I don't see that happening here. Art, uh, uh, Mike seemed at his last press conference seemed to be humble and more determined. It's how he came off. Have you noticed a change in him and his resolve? I'm not sure. I'd say a change. Uh, certainly there's there's a resolve there and a determination there and you know I think I said before I think you know all of us that have been around for a little while are uh, you know are anxious to take this next step and uh, getting a little impatient and uh, you know we, we need to we need to see the kind of improvement we all want to see including Mike you know believes that as firmly as anybody else in the building to go back to the offensive coordinator search chart um, What's the timeline on that? How tr- I mean, it definitely gets tricky with uh, all the various uh, uh, scenarios you mentioned. And uh, so, uh, you know, look, we've, we've interviewed three great guys so far. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're deciding where we go from here. Uh, you know, Mike's, Mike and Omar and Mobile for a few days, and, they'll, you know, they may get a chance to talk to some people down there. But, uh, but you know, I feel good that, uh, you know, It'll get wrapped up sooner rather than later. To follow on that, um, the decision to part ways with Matt mid-season was something this organization doesn't typically do. How tough was that decision? What did you guys learn from uh, that that entire process that can help you moving forward? Well, uh, 
it's not something that you want to do or like to do. Uh, you know, you know, Mike made the decision that uh, you know it was time to make a change, and and uh, so you know those kinds of things are you know not not what you hope for when you start a season. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what what we learned from it, other than saying you know we don't want to have to do that again. And so this is an important hire to get the right person in there to to help this offense. You know, take the next steps. Art, do you think it hurt Kenny's development going with one coordinator? <clears throat> you know, it's not something you want to do for that reason. It, you know, the continuity is is important, and when you when you you know start a season with one coordinator, you know, there's a lot that kind of gets put in place that it you know it is hard to make a change in mid season, and, and so that's why it's it's rarely done. That's why we rarely do it. Uh, so uh, uh, it probably didn't help him to make the change then. Sorry. Uh, what do you like about Pickett's game, and where do you see the area where he needs to improve? You know, the things about Kenny that we we always liked, uh, you know, was his toughness, his his competitiveness, uh, you know, his desire to be a winner. Uh, you know, he has all of those sort of kinds of intangibles, and so, uh, you know, what what I think we need him to, to be is really just continue to develop to to be a a quarterback that can, uh, you know, read a defense quickly, uh, and uh, you know, get the get the offense into the, the best, uh, uh, you know, the best play for a given situation when he when he comes out of the huddle. And uh, so he's, you know, he's learned and he's got gotten some experience with that, and uh, you know, he'll continue to work on it. Art, based on your experience in working with quarterbacks or seeing quarterbacks over the years, is it? easier to develop some of those on-field traits versus having to develop the intangibles, things like that that you see that you like in Kenny when you drafted him? Yeah, I, I think uh, the on-the-field learning is something that you can expect progress from more so than intangibles. I mean, intangibles, you sort of either have them or you don't. And so, uh, you know, his ability to develop, uh, you know, be able to see the field and read defenses quickly, those are things you can develop with experience. and. You know, I think you, you look around the league, you see that happening with young quarterbacks who first couple of years, they're kind of finding their way, and then all of a sudden, third or fourth year in, they, you know, it clicks. And so that's that's what you need to see. All right, you said you, said you liked what you saw of your team overall in the last four games uh, and related to the quarterback position. What was that, aside from obviously with the quarterback's own performance? Well, as you know, we... we we had a three-game losing streak that, uh, you know, was was tough to swallow for everybody, and and uh, you know to come back and and say, hey, we're not out of this thing, and you know we're still going to fight, we're you know we still got a chance, and you know turn in the kind of performances we did in, in those last three games, uh, you know, and even going into the Buffalo, I you know felt good about the approach the guys had, you know they they were going up there to try and win that game, and. Uh, and uh, so it was just, you know, the way the team came together, the, the sort of uh, just the overall psyche of the team was, you know, it's what you hope for. They, you know, they were in the fight. You talked about the offensive coordinator search. Do you think <clears throat> you and Mike and Omar have an idea of what you want the Steelers' offense to look like? You know, I think we have an idea of what we want the Steelers' offense to look like, to start with that. Uh, and we have, a, you know, a certain uh, roster mix that, you know, Leads to you know you can't completely change your roster overnight, so you, you kind of have to have a, a coordinator that feels like they can work with this roster and be successful with it. So 
you know, somebody that, that believes in that and comes in and can work with this roster and do what's kind of already built here in terms of the roster and some of the skill sets that we have, you know, I think that's what we're, what we're looking for. You've had a number of guys that have had connections or ties to Sean McVay and, and Shanahan and some of those coaching trees. What's desirable about talking to people with that kind of experience? It's a successful system. You know, there's no, no two ways about it. Um, you know, those, those guys have had a lot, a lot of success, and, uh, you know, their approach to offensive football has been pretty impressive. And, and so, you know, it's not that I'm not, not going to say we're only going to talk to people that come off, off of that tree, but certainly worth talking to those guys. All right, Obviously, I think. there are two good systems left out there. How difficult, what's the difficulty of walking a fine line of patience, guys you've already interviewed and maybe getting hired? I mean, as you know, we talked about before, it, it, it is a you know complicated set of scenarios you deal with this time of year, where people are interviewing with various for various you know teams, and and so uh, you know I think we're you know we're doing our best to kind of identify guys that you know we're not wasting each other's time when we have an interview, and uh, so you know I think we'll get there. I mean, I think there are enough good candidates out there that we'll we'll find one. You mentioned Art in these sessions the last couple of years an emphasis on the running game is it certainly over the last few games is it where you want it to be what's the next level for it what else is needed I think it's certainly one of the things you could say I feel better about it now than I did a year ago or even two years ago um, you know I really feel good about having a you know kind of a two-headed monster if you will at running back uh, two you know different styles of running back both very capable and Really, you know, like I said before, I think can provide uh, with the right offensive line, uh, you know, can provide a real foundation for for success success going forward. Do you feel you need to continue to add to that offensive line? Um, Yeah, I think we need to be better offensive line. I mean, we, you know, those guys got better as the season went on, so there's no denying that. But we'll, you know, we'll assess where we are, and then, you know, if there's places we can make improvements, we will. Well, we evaluate Mason. You, you said Mason. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think Mason really showed. Uh, at number one, I think you know he did show what we're capable of on on offense and the personnel we have here right now. So, uh, you know, that's encouraging in terms of Mason's ceiling. Let's say, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that we've seen you know his ceiling yet. You know, we drafted him high for a reason and and felt like he you know. He had a lot of ability, and uh, and you know, so you know, I think we saw that. So you know, it's uh, you know, he's probably going to have some options. So it's going to be a question of whether you know whether he wants to come back and whether we can make a deal to get him back. But you know, that being said, as, you know, still feel good about Kenny and his ability to develop as well. A couple of years ago, with Ben when he was heading into his last year, you guys acknowledged his salary cap was really high, and you had to redo something. You're facing a similar situation with Cam this year. Are you you have to make a change there, rework that contract, or can you go into the last year with? Him? You know, uh, I don't know. It'd be fair to Cam for me to say too much about it at this stage of the game. Obviously, those are things we'll get into. You know, as we get deeper into the off season, uh, and uh, you know, I'll just say this: we you know, we want Cam on our team this year and maybe going forward. Uh, you know, he's a He's as solid of an individual in the locker room as you could ever want, and, and uh, that's valuable to us. And uh, 
unfortunately had some injuries to overcome this year and hopefully he gets healthy and can come back really strong next year. Are there any some questions about discipline and in-house rules? How do you view the discipline? You know, I think that, that this is the time of year where a coach talks to the players and does, you know, exit interviews, let's say, and gets that kind of feedback. Uh, I'd probably rather that feedback come to the coach than, than you guys, uh, to be honest. But, uh, you know, all, all in all, uh, look, we, uh, you know, we won 10 games, made the playoffs. Um, uh, there were some ups and downs. We have some players that can grow. You know, like a lot of teams, we have players that need to grow. So, you know, that's all part of it. And, uh, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, Mike certainly is capable of, you know, handling that side of the house for us. Is there any- Mike said that uh, he was open to considering expanding the coaching staff. What goes into that kind of decision? Do you just look at your own performance? Do you try to see what other people are doing? How do you decide when you may or may not need a couple more voices? I think you look at what's going on around the league and how, how can we, you know, who do we need to, to be competitive in this league? So whether that's numbers or individuals, I think those are those are the kinds of things that are under under discussion at this point. Is there, more updates, is there any update on the uh, bid to bring the draft to Pittsburgh and what would it mean to have that event here? Yeah, we're, we're uh, I would say, deep in the process of uh, preparing a bid to bring the draft to Pittsburgh and, and uh I think we're optimistic that we're, we'll bring it here, uh, you know, in the not too distant future. Know, Last one. I know you expressed confidence in Mike because of his ability to get the players to respond, but you also mentioned the impatience with ending the playoff um, drought. How do you? How does that kind of factor into the terms of the extension that that you know Mike will sign in the off season? Does it? Yeah, I, a I shorter can't get term? into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. We'll, we'll get into the discussion with his representatives as you know as we get to that opportunity, and you know that's kind of a uh, discussion we'll we'll have inside. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right, let's uh, react to what Art Rooney said, brought to you by the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia, see what they can do for you. Chris, uh, I think the Kenny Pickett stuff is the biggest. Three times he said, I still feel good about Pickett. And then he cited what Kenny did at Pitt for reason to still think that he can turn his career around. Art said, Kenny took a step every year while he was at Pitt. And also tied in the offensive coordinator search, said the offensive coordinator needs to do that with Kenny. He needs to help Kenny take that next step. So pretty much the way I look at it is Pickett got a vote of confidence, but it sounds like it's a temporary thing. This is your last chance. You're going to get one year. We're not going to bring in somebody to take the job from you. We, we might bring Mason back. I think there were some mixed messages on the Mason thing from art so you've got 2024 kid is how i took that you that's how i took it i mean did he even did he even really make a huge leap from year to year at Pitt? i mean his senior his junior and first senior year not not his fifth year stats are basically identical he wasn't really he was the same quarterback for three years there and then he exploded in his final season um my, my reaction to all that from art is Again, I am frustrated that he talked about how you really can't coach intangibles into a player. We hear about players who have matured as leaders all the time. It's actually one of the things we hear about constantly with young quarterbacks, that they have to grow into the role at times. That maybe Jordan Love wasn't ready when the Packers drafted him. He needed to sit and marinate on the bench and kind of figure it out. That is a commonplace story. That even Patrick Mahomes isn't the same guy he was his first year as a starter. I, I don't like an answer that says we, he was asked what he likes about him. He listed all the competitiveness and all the stuff that can't be measured. Intangibles. He even said it. He came right out and right. said these are things that aren't quantifiable. And then what does he need to work on? Ah, all the stuff you actually do during the game. Reading defense is better. Getting, you know what really struck me most, if I'm going to narrow this down as I know you want me to, to one single point? When I hear the guy say he needs to be better, the owner says he needs to be better at reading defenses quicker and getting us into the right play when he gets out of the huddle. It's very, it's honestly, man, it's just hugely disappointing. And it sets off alarm bells for me. Was that not supposed to be one of the major selling points in addition to the competitiveness and the seriousness with which he takes football? He was advanced and more pro-ready. The owner of the football team is making it sound like actually he doesn't process things quickly enough at the pro level and needs to get a lot better at it, and we think he can. I got the impression that he blames himself for that a little bit. Like, I, I'm 
we made the mistake of bringing Matt back, and he regressed. It stalled his development. There are a lot of things we still like about the guy, and we're hoping that the offensive coordinator change brings that out of him. Did Matt regress or did Kenny regress? Because it was still ultimately Matt's actual offense. They didn't have Faulkner and Sullivan come in and completely scrap the offense. They were calling Matt's plays from Matt's playbook. Well, they thought the Canada offense was going to... With its, well, then why did Mason, with the continuity was going to okay, well, it, I, it wasn't Canada calling plays at that point. I know, but it was my point is it was still his offense, and so if the other guy made it look a lot better, that would be a warning bell to me. He's presumably he's well, got to go through the Ar- same Ar- checks Ar- and Ar- everything Ar- else. Ar- acknowledge that, but I thought he was very careful with what he said about Rudolph. He even at some point I think tripped up a little bit. And admitted that, well... If he started the whole season, yes, who knows? Exactly. But then he also said his work as a starter has been mostly good. Right. That's why I said he sent mixed they, messages on they Rudolph. Can't, they can't commit to acknowledging what everybody saw. The guy who started the season as the third string afterthought in the same offense, even though Kenny only got his one and a half games with the new coordinator tandem, the guy that started the season as the third string quarterback looked demonstrably and clearly better. Well, I think that's why it sounds like, and this is not really, I think, a successful plan, but it seems like they're they're going to take the approach, you're back as our starter in this new offense, but you're on a very short leash. I that's just what think, they're going to do. I that, just think that if Kenny had even been taken in the second round, that wouldn't be their approach. You're probably right. So they're they're doing something that I think is going to make them a non-factor again next year to service the idea that we can't uh, just give up on a first round. Are pretty much said that he feels good about everything else on the roster, but the quality of quarterback play they're getting. Well, good thing that's so, not an important. Position. So, he, but but he thinks other than that very very important position, the other fifty spots on the roster are in good hands. I mean, I think good, they have good place. They have some he brought promising, up the injury excuses yeah, with the defense. Elements. They have promising elements, I think, on the offense. I think he actually struck the right balance with the offensive line. They still need more talent. They did have some defensive injuries, but they need help there on the D-line. But, like, they just they cannot allow themselves to acknowledge what appears to have been a major mistake in the first round when they pick Pickett. They can't. And they are going to give it one more year before they finally, you know, kind of swallow hard and say, yes, this did not work. If, it, if in fact, it doesn't work like people like me think it won't. If they had had this offensive coordinator who they're about to hire in place last year, and he's coaching the Steelers' offense in 2022, or 2023, excuse me, mm-hmm. and they had made the decision to fire Canada, and the OC was going into year two, and Kenny played like he did last year in that offense, they would be going for another quarterback. They want to see what he looks like with a new play caller. I just, I, I know, and I maintain, I guess, that one of the things Art didn't say about a negative, he said reading defenses. I do think that's a negative. I don't think Kenny does it fast enough. I would have wanted to hear something from Art like that would have convinced me that he understands the situation. He needs to be more calm in the pocket. Like We need to see him develop all these things. I just There's not that many examples, Pony. You know this as well as I do, of guys improving in all the areas Art said Kenny could improve even this far into their career. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. You know, I think if you look at what he did in Tennessee, you know, having Derrick Henry, uh, I think he won the MVP while he was there. And Tannehill played very well that year as well. So um, he's he's definitely had a lot of success. Um, I know last year wasn't a lot of success and, you know, things went wrong. And uh, that's the reason why he was fired. But he's an OC. That's Cam Hayward on his podcast reacting to the news from yesterday that Arthur Smith got a formal interview with the Steelers. Art Rooney just commented on the Steelers' offensive coordinator search here on The Fan a few minutes ago. So, a couple things on Arthur Smith and what Rooney said about their search. He repeated several times that this is Mike's hire, that Tomlin is going to pick the offensive coordinator. But also admitted that the offensive coordinator search is really important to Kenny Pickett's development. Also said that he thinks their foundation of success is their running backs and offensive line. Now, if they end up hiring Arthur Smith, I'm going to think about the running backs and offensive line quote because that's an Arthur Smith fit. If they really want to build an offense that's the Art Rooney offense and the offense that Tomlin seemingly wants to have too, which is let's be a ground-and-pound, run-first offense, then I think they will hire Arthur Smith. But if they're hell-bent on trying to get the most out of Kenny Pickett and the hire is in service to trying to develop their first-round pick, then they can't hire Arthur Smith because he's got nothing on his resume that suggests that he can develop a young quarterback. He was just in Atlanta with their version of Kenny Pickett Desmond Ritter and because the guy played like crap he's out on his ass interviewing for offensive coordinator jobs I want to stress that that's the conundrum there Chris I want to stress that what Tennessee did in 19 and 20 with Arthur Smith as their OC was mostly a function of starting with the O-line and Henry and building out but I will point out there that in not even two full seasons worth of starts in 26 starts Ryan Tannehill threw 55 touchdowns and 13 picks. If, for example, Arthur Smith came here and built a run-heavy offense that sort of sheltered Pickett and allowed him to develop, and in the next two years, Kenny Pickett threw 55 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, I'd take that if I were still alive having not died from pure shock at that point. But yes, I don't think that he, having just said all that, is somebody who is going to turn the quarterback into the force multiplier. Tannehill was a good player 
who became better in Tennessee than he ever had been before and started to realize some of his promise. A lot of that was Derrick Henry, though. But he was in a very favorable system different than the one that, for example, Brock Purdy operates in. So if you want to – but here's, here's my thing. I don't think there's a coordinator out there who can do what you're describing with Pickett. I don't, I don't believe there to be somebody where we would ever say, wow, this guy came in as, and ran the offense here and did it in such a way that I think Kenny, independent of any scheme now, is a much better player and always will be. I don't think that guy Good is the enemy of great. I think if they hire Arthur Smith, that's where they end up. I mean, I never at any point thought Ryan Tannehill was a great quarterback when he was leading the NFL in passer rating. It felt like they had a a ceiling on them. He threw 33 touchdowns in one of those years. I think 20. 20 That's That's one fewer than Ben Roethlisberger's career high. That's the only time I'll put those two quarterbacks in the same sentence with each other. So I do think his offense can elevate the play of the quarterback if the ingredients are there, if the running back's great. But I think they'll win games, but there'll still be a a ceiling on them. Find me a guy like Ben Johnson, because I think the Lions ran that power running style, but also tried to innovate within it and ran some fun plays and and got guys in space creatively. It just comes down to what's their objective. Is it to to, uh, develop... A quarterback, and then bring, and then everything comes off of that. Everything is an offshoot of that. Everything is a byproduct of that. Or is it to try to make a quarterback work in an offense? I think it's the latter. Well, if it's the latter, then I think they will end up hiring Arthur Smith, Chris. And I think there'll be a ceiling on what they could do. Not that I don't think there already is one. And I think Kenny will play better in that offense. But I don't think that they will be taken seriously as a threat in the postseason. Do you? No, I don't. The Titans never really were. And Tannehill turning into a pumpkin against the Bengals is the reason why, as the number one but, seed, they blew it. But I think Art's got an old-school philosophy on this, and I think M- Mike w- might too. If we get a guy in here who's got a proven track record that his team can run the ball at an elite level and their offensive line can play really well, everything else will fall into place. And guess what? A lot of our listeners think the same exact way. The same way. Because they recite tropes like, you know what wins in January? You know what travels? Running the ball and playing defense. So get the offensive coordinator that fits into that little umbrella right underneath that, and Kenny will be just fine, and they'll win a lot of games doing it that way. The Chiefs ran for 89 yards yesterday on 32 carries. Tell me how they won with the running game. And the team that was great at running the ball all year with the best offensive line in football just inexplicably decided to abandon it in the second half of Sunday's game. Wait, Which, are you talking about the Ravens, the Lions, or both? Yes. Because they both, yeah, I would just, just say yes. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.